Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Pastor Nick and James. Thank you so much for coordinating Alpha for us. Um, hey, man, I just love being intentional about helping people on their journey. And uh, we've got more of those business cards, actually, I think in the Connect station as well. Um, if you've got multiple, more than one, but I mean, we, we go, we've all got one in our lives uh, that we can tap into and, and just invite. And, um, and I just encourage you, hey, uh, what a great opportunity for people to go on a journey, because sometimes it takes steps on a journey for people to come to know Christ as they move forward. And uh, I want to take this moment to thank everybody for Elevate Conference this week. Um, I just want to thank everyone. There's going to be some pictures on the screen uh, that, that served and was a part of it. Um, we must have had about 70-80% of our church serving at least one of the nights. And uh, right across, you know, our dream team, cafe, kids, kids ministry as well. It was just absolutely phenomenal. And uh, we, had, we had around 10 churches pastors that it came in from across Australia um, to be a part of it. And uh, I had text messages this week just saying how God just impacted their lives and they were so thankful for the conference. And uh, do you know we put that conference on free for them? It's not only free for our church, it's free for everyone. It's just a free conference. And, uh, and you know, I just love that God was able to move so powerfully. Uh, even, like, for those who served Tuesday night, I mean, it was pouring rain, pouring rain. I'm watching these guys out in raincoats and making it happen, just welcoming people in. Thank you. Thank you for serving people. Thank you so much for what you brought. Because lives have been impacted this week. And I really believe that Elevate has been a catalyst moment for breakthrough. And uh, I believe we're going to hear reports and stories coming back uh, from churches and from us as a church of what God has done uh, in the life of this conference. I just believe it's going to go to the next level in 2021. I do. We're already talking about it now and just sharing, like, what, what can we do uh, in the next year as well? Uh, but I was, I was super happy. I just got to be honest, as your pastor, I was so happy with Elevate. It was just brilliant. And uh, we're going to dive into a new message series as as Pastor Nick already shared on, called Overflow today. And uh, how many know that God is an abundant God? And uh, He is a God of the overflow. And I just want to say that, you know, every year uh, we take a series uh, in March every year for three weeks, three Sundays, that's all we do, uh, to really just talk about finance and money and stewardship and uh, that's why we've got Dave Hodson uh, coming in next week to, to speak. He's preaching in both services uh, because we just want to wanna help people on this journey uh, because I just know this is that Jesus, Jesus actually talked about money more than he talked about heaven and hell. Did you know that? Talked about money more than most things. Um, and I think the stats are like 800 times it, it's talked about in the New Testament. And, uh, and I think God just wants to speak a message to our lives. And He wants us to walk with Him on the journey uh, when it comes to the stewardship of our lives and the stewardship of our finances. And, uh, and Overflow is all about that. And yes, Overflow over these next three weeks will lead up to our miracle offering. And I'll, I'll talk about that uh, more in this message. Um, but I just love the fact that God wants us to walk in His blessing. And the best way that we can start and the only place to really begin is that God is the source. God is the source of everything. And I love what it says in, in Genesis twenty two fourteen. It says this scripture as it goes up in 
20 minutes. Yeah, all right. All right. Genesis 22:14. Abraham named the place Jehovah Jireh. It says, the Lord will provide. I love that name from God. The Lord will provide. There's not, most days I pray that prayer around Jehovah Jireh. Lord, I thank you that you are my provision. I thank you the provision for my family, your provision for this church, your provision for our lives, that you are the source of all things. And, and staying and, and coming into a place of trust and walk with God is so important in knowing that everything begins with Him. He is the source of the overflow. He is the source of abundance in our lives. And it begins with Him. It starts with Him. And I want to encourage you today that blessing, blessing is not about just the state of your bank account. Blessing is about the position of our lives by God's account. Blessing is about how we are positioned in the will of God, in the obedience of our lives before God. And so I want to encourage us today that whether that you're in a season of maybe just enough and you're just getting through, uh, I want to let you know today you are still blessed if you're in the will of God. If you're in a season of abundance and, and overflow in your life, then you are in the will of God as well because the will of God is about obedience to God. It's about walking in His will. And that's where blessing flows. It flows in that space of being centered in the will of God, walking with the Holy Spirit, living by the Word of God, walking by conviction. That's what it is about. And whether there is a, a you know, you're, you're trying to break through some stuff right now, just know that doesn't mean that God's taken His hand off your life. You are still blessed. Because blessing is about the position of our lives before God. And we are coming into a place, and my prayer for all of us as a church, is that we would trust Him. We would trust Him as the source. You know, I love this scripture in Psalm 24.1. It says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to Him. The earth is the Lord's. The place we need to start, if we're going to start in a place of trusting God, in His overflow as the source, we need to understand that God owns everything. All right? He, he, he created the heavens and the earth. The earth is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the fullness, the world and the people belong to Him. And so this is an amazing shift that can take place in any of our lives. And I pray that it would be a revelation for all of us today, if it, if it isn't already, is that God is the owner and we are stewards. We're stewards of what is His. Do you know today that I'm a steward of my marriage with, with Kate, my wife? I don't own her, she's God's. God's given her to me, but I steward my marriage before God. And I know that one day I'll give an account for my marriage. I'll give an account for the way I stewarded my marriage. I steward my children, I'm raising my kids, but I know deep down in my heart, I know that God, these kids are yours. Yeah. You've given them to me to steward their lives for these, you know, first kind of 20 years before they kind of get out and crack into the world themselves. Lord, you've given them to me to steward their lives. So I know that I'm a steward of what is yours. Yeah, you know, when it comes to our finances, we are stewards of our finances. If the earth is the Lord's and all that's in it, it's all God's, it's all His. And I want to encourage us today that, that our homes, our cars, our possessions, your business today, it's, if you come from a place of faith and a place of trust in God and saying, God, this is all yours. This church this is yours, God. Yeah. It's yours. Lord, we're here to steward right. what is yours. Yeah. And when we can bring ourselves to that place and walk in that revelation before God, oh man, obedience becomes so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting God, faith 
becomes easier, not just with money, but faith in general becomes easier when we can come to a place of saying, Lord, my heart, my life, my world is surrendered to you. You are Lord. You, you, everything, the earth is yours, all its fullness, including myself, I am yours. And the call of God over my life, the way I steward my life, that is all a stewardship before who you are. And I want to encourage us today that when we are positioned in that place, this is where faith flows. Paul said this in Colossians 3:23 to 24. It says, "Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and that the master you are serving is Christ. The master you're serving is Christ. I want to tell you today that Jesus is the best master of all. I mean, mean, at the end of the day, he, He is in control so much better than we are. So much better than we can control our own lives. God can control it much more. He is far better at it because you're trusting the God who created the heavens and the earth and you're putting your faith in Him when you're trusting a being that knows the future that knows the future. How much better is it when we can come from that revelation of saying, Lord, I'm a steward before you and I know trusting you is because I'm, I can position myself in that place. See, good stewardship of all that is His is great worship toward who, is it, who He is. Good stewardship of all that is His is great worship toward who He is. Something that flows when we are positioned in a place of good stewardship is great generosity. Generosity becomes so much easier when we know that, God, you are the source of everything. I am a steward. You are the owner. Generosity suddenly becomes easier in our lives. If we struggle with God being the source, generosity is a struggle. Come on. How many know that? It's hard. It's hard to be generous. It's hard to be a giver. When we struggle with the fact, it's like, man, I own this stuff. And when we're an owner, man, generosity is hard super hard to do, all right? But when I'm a steward of all that is yours, I know that I'm in the flow of your blessing, Lord God. If, if this is an analogy of a river and it all, you're the spring, it all starts from you, then my faith and my obedience to you and your generosity, I know that if I'm giving and that, then I'm being a, a, a conduit for giving and obedience to you, I know that something else is flowing into my life as well because it all begins at you. And I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't need to be a reservoir. I need to be a conduit. God wants us to be conduits for Him because He is abundant. The overflow is constant. It never stops. It never stops flowing. And I love this scripture out of Isaiah 32, 8. It says, but generous people plan to do what is generous and they stand firm in their generosity. How many know today that God is generous? You cannot outgive God. I've got to tell you, there's been some moments in my life where I thought, man, God, you're stretching me further than I can go here. I think I'm out giving you in this moment. Like, and God reminds me that he's God and I'm me, all right? And that I cannot outgive him. And, and when we are obedient to what he's saying, there's just a power in the fact of understanding that, God, you are generous. Lord, it all flows from you and I can't outgive you. Francis Chan said this statement, God didn't just give a little for us. He gave his best. He gave himself. He gave himself. See, if you want to look at the generosity of God, he was prepared to give his only son to die and sacrifice for all of humanity and all of creation. God didn't demand that of any man or woman. He said, I'll do that for you. 
And that's just an act of his generosity. That's just, it's the ultimate act of what he has done for us because when you dig deeper into what the cross and what the resurrection means, you begin to suddenly understand, oh, you've given everything for me. You've given everything for me. I, the, 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 the rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper in the understanding when you begin to understand, oh, this, you sacrificed everything for us, Lord. And I'm, I'm not gonna question your love. I'm not going to question your generosity to us. All I've got to look to is the Son of God giving His life for us at the cross. And I can see that God is generous. I can see that I cannot outgive you. You've given everything. And not only that, the Bible is full of God showing His blessing, showing His love, showing the way He looks after His people. His generosity is unmatched. You know, last year at this time, during this particular series, um, uh, Pastor Kate uh, had to go drive to Harvey Bay for her cousin's engagement party, and um, and I am. It was a it was a Saturday morning, and I was sitting there writing a message ready for the miracle offering series, and I'm leaning into it. I've got to preach the next day, and I get this phone call at about 11 o'clock in the morning, and our four-wheel drive is broken down on the side of the road. And, um, and so Kate and I had spoken that week and prayed together that we were going to raise our miracle offering. We're going to raise our miracle offering this year. We're going to step it to the next level. We felt both from God. We had a peace about it, and we were going to do it. It comes to the Saturday and lead up to the kind of this whole series and what God was doing. And then I get, I get it, you know, the car's broken down. I end up talking to RACQ and he's like, man, I think you've blown a head gasket or the engine's blown. Something's gone here. And automatically my mind's sinking seven to $10,000, maybe more, um, to replace the engine in our four-wheel drive. And, um, and, I, and I remember hanging up the phone from, the, from RACQ and calling Kate straight away. I said, and the first thing I said to her, I said, honey, we're still going to raise the miracle offering. We're still raising the miracle offering this year. I, I don't know what this is going to cost. I don't know what it's going to cost us. I don't know how it's going to stretch us. But we are still going to respond in faith. And we're still going to believe God that he's going to move. Uh, let, let's agree. And right then and there, I'm looking at my message and I'm, as I'm talking to Kate and it's, God is the source. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and so I'm reminded in that moment. And, and so we, you know, end up, it's stuck in, in Maribor, of all, the, you know, of all the places my car can be, Maribor for five weeks. Five weeks. I mean, it took that long to fix our car. And we ended up, you know, something that was supposed to be maybe $10,000 ended up being $4,000 to fix it. God provided for that. Uh, we were able to put in our miracle offering in faith. And God provided for that. You know, we paid out a miracle offering by November last year. We were done. And because uh, God just moved over that whole situation. Every year, you know, our miracle offering stretches us. I know it does. You know, and, and I never see it as a debt. I never see it as an issue. I just know that God, you provide provide seed for the sower. And you provide seed for the sower and you multiply the seed. So I'm going to just trust you. You're the source. And so God, he came through in that moment and he provided. He provided incredibly. But I was reminded, I was tested the day before, uh, you know, coming to preach this stuff. I'm literally preaching one of those Sunday mornings and I have no idea what's going to happen with our car. I have no idea what's going on. And I'm just up here saying, thank you, Lord. You're going to move. You're the source. I'm like li literally living it. And God, he moved. 
He moved in abundance and he moved as the source. And when we trust him, he can come through and he will come through in the way that he's meant to. And I just wanna encourage us today that if we can allow ourselves to get into that place, there can be a peace when we trust him as the source. I don't know what you're walking through today. I don't know what's going on in your personal world today. Maybe you're a single mom today and you're, you're thinking, man, how am I gonna break through this area of my life? I wanna tell you, you can trust God as a source. Maybe you own a business today and you need cash flow to flow this week. You need miracles. You can trust God as the source. It doesn't matter where you are. Maybe you've lost your job. I want to let you know God can provide. He can move in that situation. Just bring your heart back to trust God as the source. Whether we are in a moment of lean season or in abundance, you can know that you can trust Him as the source of your life. And that's how I want to launch into this series today. And... Um, I want to talk about two areas of giving that I believe are important to share on, um, you know, as a church and as your pastor today. And, and one of those areas is tithing. And when we, when we tithe in the life of the church, uh, tithe just means 10%, our tenth. And uh, tithing is about the first fruits of all of our income, of our increase that's brought to the house of God and for the work of God. That's what tithing is. And in Malachi 3.10, and uh, Malachi, if you're Italian... Come on. Malachi 3.10 says this to 11. It says, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. See, there's a power when we trust God with our tithe. I love how it starts where it says bring. See, I wanna let you know today, God's not taking anything from us. God's always trying to get things to us. But getting things to us is about the position of our faith in the will of God, of our obedience to Him and His Word and what He teaches us. And see, when He says bring, what, what it's saying is bring the tithe. God calls the tithe. He says, bring what is mine. Bring the tithe to me. And there is a power to this because what He's saying is you can try me in this. And the only scriptures in the Bible where God says, come on, test me out. Test me to see how I work. All right, try me now on this. As you bring your tithe into the house of God, into the work of God, God then, he, he says, I will, I will pour out my blessing. I'll cover the rest. I'll look after the rest. There's just something powerful about when we give of our tenth and God says, I will guard and I'll take care of the 90%. Yeah. Can I tell you today, that God is much better at taking care of your money than you are. God's much better at taking care of my money than I am. I mean, we still got to steward it and we still got to be wise and do our dealings well and all that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that we don't take care of our money, but I'm saying He's much better at guarding it than we are. That's what I'm saying. And so God says, I will look after the rest. I'll take care of it. And not only that is I will open you the windows of blessing. And pour out such blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. You know when it says, open you the window, what it's saying is God's saying, come with me. Come for a walk with me. All right, I'm just going to unlatch this window. I'm going to open up this window. Here, look outside. Look at all those opportunities. Look at all those things that I'm going to open up for your life. I'm gonna, and, and suddenly, you realize that it was the window of revelation. 
So God says, I'm going to open up for you new revelations that you've never known before. I'm going to show you how you can break through in areas of your life, in finances where you haven't broken through before. I'm going to show you how you can move forward. Hey, you've trusted me. And I'm, going to, I'm going to open you the window. I'm going to open up opportunities. I'm going to open up ways that you can begin to move. How many of you know that faith is about a partnership between God and us? It's not all God and it's not all me. It's me and God together. It's us and God together. That's what it's about. And that's how God loves doing life. God actually just wants to go on the journey with us because God's relational. He loves doing life with us, all right? And, and I just love that he says that. But, but then he, then he, he, he kind of closes out the scripture in chapter, verse 11 that says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. What it means is, is that he will, he, will, he will cover our holdings. So he'll cover our holdings and he will stand at the gateway to our holdings. And he doesn't say you will rebuke the devourer. He says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. So I'll stand at the gate of your, of your holdings and I'll rebuke the, dev- the devil on your behalf. I'll push him back off your stuff. All right, and I'm like, whoa, that is incredible. That is a promise from God. God says that he will take care of our holdings. He'll look after our household, our, our finances, all that God has given us. He says, I will guard that far better than you can. And that's what he says, I'll look after you. And God's, God's uh, you know, it, what, he, what he promises us is incredible. But it all requires trust. It all requires faith and requires us to purely come to that place to say, Lord, I'm a steward of what is yours. So as you call the tithe, Lord, I know that I can trust you in that because you're going to do all these amazing things and you'll look after the 90% better than I can. Far better. And God wants us to walk with Him in blessing, walk with Him in the flow of what He is doing in our lives. And, uh, and so when we trust Him in tithing, it's an incredible thing that we can do. And we tithe as a church. As a church, every year we give away. You know, January this year, we gave 5500 to the bushfire appeal. Uh, yearly, we give away different things. I, I just mentioned Elevate Conference. As we put that on for free for our pastors across the nation to come and be a part of that, that's a blessing that we do for them. Um, in, in, in years, and, and we, we talk about this with our committee of management, uh, we give to the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, we've given to chaplains in our local area. We've given to religious instruction. There's many different things that God impresses on our heart to give as a church. And uh, something that we do is we have a crisis uh, fund for anyone, any family or uh, person that's been in need, and we partner with Gateway Care that we give away uh, that that finance uh, uh, in a way that they can get a, a a fridge worth of food for a week, like a week's worth of food. And uh, we've helped families numerous times. We don't share it too much from the platform at all, but there's been moments where people have come in. Even this year, we've helped some families that have had need. And uh, and so I, because I believe in giving. Yeah. I believe in generosity. And, uh, and so as a committee, we kind of say, okay, every year we start our first meeting for the year, or actually the year before, and we say, what are we given to? That's the first thing we talk about. What are we given to next year? What are we going to sow to? And, uh, and, and, and it changes here and there to different things, uh, but we believe in that. We believe in that as a church. And uh, we wanted to share today really what uh, our tithing as, as a church together, when we give as a church, what it goes to in the runnings of the church. And so we, we've done this for two years in a row. It's our third year. I'm just showing you what the expenses are as our, as our church. And I want to throw that up on the screen. As you can see, these are the different quadrants of where our weekly giving 
our tithing goes to, and that's rent and utilities. Um, it, we're renting this facility, and that's $2,900 a week. That's electricity, uh, water, all those things. That's just putting towards that uh, every week in the life of the church. The next is ministry support and team wages, and that covers people from a day a week to um, full-time and, uh, and to three days a week. That's just right across all of our ministry and our staffing and the life of the church. And not only that, I want to say this, is we got people that give up days of, of the week free. We still do. Our staff, you know, it's kind of like 60% are paid in a certain way, and the other 40% do it for free. They do it for free, and that's just covering the, 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 the wages that we do uh, pay out. But we got people that give up mornings, give up a full day or an afternoon to come in and serve the vision. And, uh, and can I just honor those people that give up that time? Thank you for our staff who do that. Thank you so much. Then it goes on to our Bible college. Um, that 409 is just for mainly staffing and the running of our college. Uh, this is our seventh year of running our college, and our God is just doing phenomenal things and raising, uh, you know, the, a, a generation of leaders and pastors that are coming through. Uh, and, and I just love that in the last couple of years we've seen just amazing fruit of what God has done and people stepping into the call of God over their lives. Uh, the next is when it says ministry, that's ministry expenses. Okay, ministry expenses, building upkeep and insurance, and that's. 3,412, that, that's, that's just a, a weekly expense. That doesn't cover everything. Can I just say that that doesn't cover our kids' ministry, our youth ministry, or our young adults' ministry? Uh, that, all that is covered by our miracle offering every year. Um, that's just the running expenses of admin and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it doesn't cover our events or, or major kind of maintenance stuff of whenever you come on, when you run something, you understand, oh, that air condition is just blown up. We've got to fix that. And all that, that doesn't cover any of those things. That, that's all covered uh, by our miracle offering. So this is just a basic outline of what it looks every week. And, and if we can show the total there, thank you. Uh, it's 11364 a week uh, in the life of the church. And so that is just to open our doors, do what we do, and, uh, and our church runs seven days a week. Um, you, all of our rooms in our building, apart from maybe an office that's for someone, uh, all of our rooms are multi-usage. Every single one of them, even our kids' rooms, our training rooms, this auditorium, it's all multi-usage because I, I am a huge fan that if we're going to have a building and we're funding that building, it's going to be useful, all right? It's not just, we're not going to have a room that just gets used for one thing a week. No, they're going to have multiple things, life groups, ministries, uh, training, Bible college, everything. It's just co constantly ticking over for different things every single day uh, that, that we can be useful because I believe that this is a hub to the city. Um, and our church is a hub to the city and we want to transform cities. This is what we're about, amen, for Jesus and his kingdom. And so uh, as our tithers, we are obedient in, in our giving of our tithe today. Uh, I know that God just moves on that and, and that's, that's really what it, what it does and that's what it goes towards uh, in, a, in a majority sense in the life of the church. How are we, we good with that? today and we just want to be open, honest, let you know uh, what it takes to keep moving and keep running as a church, which is great. Uh, the second part is, is about seed offerings and uh, when it comes to generosity 
And this is, a, this is what we give over and above our tithes. This is about offerings that we give and uh, support for ministries, ministry support, different needs that may arise. Um, they may be different things that God impresses on our hearts to give. Um, and uh, you know what, you know, Pastor Kate and I, we, we, we have those things in our lives that we give as well uh, toward. It could be like compassion, child, world vision, all that. It's all anything that's over and above our tithe that we give to. And yes, our miracle offering is in this category of seed offerings. And I want to share the scripture that I alluded to earlier in 2 Corinthians 9, 9 to 10. And it says this, as it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. And I want to tell you today that, that God, the seed is about breakthrough. The seed is about breakthrough. It's about really saying, God, I, I thank you, Lord, that as I've come and I'm, I'm, I'm tithing, I'm a tither, but I thank you as I sow seed, I know that's the breakthrough for where we're believing for, for the next level. And uh, whenever we uh, position ourselves and give an, an offering or give to support in any way, we know that we're positioning ourselves for the breakthrough. And I believe that as we do this, this is about the breakthrough for our family, our lives, breakthrough in businesses, it's breakthrough for ministries and for uh, for what God has called us to do together as a church, uh, it is about the breakthrough. And seed is really where we say, God, I'm coming in faith. If you're impressing on my spirit, I'm going to sow that seed because I know that, God, you'll multiply the seed. God provides seed for the sower and he multiplies the seed. How many know that's a promise? That's a promise that he will provide the seed and he will multiply the seed. Now, seed offerings require faith. They require faith all day long. It just requires faith. When that testimony I shared earlier, when we didn't know what was going to happen with our, with our vehicle, I knew, God, I've just got to stay in faith. I've got to stay in faith and I've got to be obedient to what you're doing. And I know that you're going to move on this. And, um, and something that I want to share today is um, we do this every year is uh, we've got the Blessed Life book uh, that we give away every year um, uh, to one per family in the life of the church. And uh, we've given, it must be, you know, probably hundreds of books away over the last probably seven or eight years in the life of the church. And, um, and this book uh, is one of the best books on understanding generosity, understanding tithing, seed offerings. Um, you know, I, I got a testimony of my own brother. My brother came to Christ uh, 12 years ago. And, uh, and, and early on in coming to Christ, he struggled with tithing. He was like, I remember having phone conversations with him like, man, why does God want my money? What's the deal? You know, it's like real conversations. And uh, I'm like, well, mate, I think, and we had heaps of conversations. At the end, I said, read this book. Read this book, written by Pastor Robert Morris. It's one of the best revelations on understanding tithing and giving because God's not trying to take things from you. This is my brother. God's not trying to take from you. He's trying to get things to you. So read it and let's talk. So he goes and reads the book, rings me up and he says, why did you hide that book from me for so long? What? Why didn't you give that to me ages ago when we first started talking? You know, he's like, I will never, this is his words, I will never not tithe again. I'll, I'm going to be generous with what God's called me to do because I understand spiritually now what it does and how it positions my life. And he's from then on, God's just done a work in his life and he's constantly being a generous giver. And, um, 
And so I want to encourage you, that is there. If you have not already received one of these books over the years, uh, maybe you're new to City Edge Church, that's that's there for you. We've got 15 of them. Uh, It's free today. We just want to give that to you, one per family. If you you call City Edge Home, you know this is your church, that's there for you. And uh, today in our Innisfil location, they've got 15. They're handing them out up there as well. If we run out of books, we'll just order you more. All right, there's there's a form there you can fill out and you can order more there as well, which is good. You know, I just want to say as we, as the musicians and singers come, I just want to just talk about our miracle offering this year. And uh, I want to thank, first of all, everybody who gave in the miracle offering last year. Um, Last year, we raised and and what was pledged was $285,075. And can we just honor and clap and thank everybody. Thank you for giving. Thank you for being a part of that. For going over and above and, and, and giving to that. Uh, I just so appreciate everybody who's been a part of that. And I know that there's still, you know, people are still bringing their pledge in from last year and we honor you for that. And uh, I just want to thank you that that has been a part of really the expansion and, and, and doing what God has called us to do to keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, this year I just wanted to share about the different things that we are on the 15th, we will be believing for this year as well. And, uh, and the first is our is building improvements and sound improvements. That's something that we're going to sow towards this year. You know, we've been in this building for eight years. Wow. Eight years. And uh, we've come to a point now where we've got to start replacing stuff. And, uh, and, and so, you know, uh, just a couple of things. We've got a pretty extensive list that I know we've gone through. But some of that is we want to replace the carpet in this building. Uh, it's been done a really good job. Uh, but some of the coffee stains, thanks everyone, some of the coffee stains <laughs> just... Hard to replace. We've, we've cleaned it, had professional, had professional cleaning done on it. We've done all sorts of stuff. We've, it's carpet tiles. We've replaced out the ones, but we're running out of those. And we just need to call, you know, pull the pin on that and just say, all right, we need to do that. Um, we want to we ex- really uh, upgrade our, our check-in facilities for our kids. That means fencing. And you want to continue our fencing outside just to make that the zone safe around the building. Uh, you know, just many different things, painting around the building. We've already started doing that. It's just things that we just want to upgrade and replace and get right. And, and a big part of this is, is actually our sound. And we want to really just go to that next level. Um, in being able to, some of the stuff, how many of technology only lasts for like six or seven years? It's like, has it been seven years? Goodness me, you know? And, uh, and, and we want to just be able to improve because we're, we're about creating a great environment for people to worship God. And, uh, and a part of that is I, I said to our team, uh, I said, guys, we just, I want to get a professional in so that it can, it can look at this stuff and give us a quote um, on what we can do in our building to get it right. Because at the end of it, it's always about creating an environment where heaven can meet earth, where people can encounter Jesus. That's what it's about. And, uh, and so we've received that quote back. And that quote and, and, and our, our improvements in our buildings, we're believing to raise $80,000 for that. That's what we're believing for uh, this year. And, uh, and, and I just want to thank anyone. If, if God can speak to your heart on that, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, the second is our ministries. As I said, our weekly support and tithe doesn't cover all of our other ministries and our families' ministries as well, uh, of, of, of youth, uh, of, of our children ministries, of teenagers and empire, and young adults and red frogs. And uh, can I say our miracle offering covers the wage for Pastor Nick and Pastor Joe. Every, it's a miracle offering that does that. And they raise money on a Friday.
Friday night through giving and, and cafe and all that stuff. But, but our miracle offering, it keeps that moving forward. And uh, we love being in our schools. We love that our breakfasts, our free breakfasts that run every week in the life of the, the city, they feed hundreds of students every single week. We're in Meriden High, Caloundra High and Caloundra Christian College and we fund that every week. Uh, while the school term's on. Uh, we've also, and, and that's like Friday nights, everything, that's, that's uh, funded through our miracle offering, which is incredible. Uh, it's also Red Frogs and, and Young Adults, um, part of our, uh, Harry, Harry's on a day a week as well, our Young Adults leader, and, um, and that funds that as well, that's a part of that as well. And all that happens with, with Young Adults and Red Frogs, it, it all moves forward through that. Uh, you saw O-Week, you know, O-Week last week was incredible, had numerous red froggers out serving young adults in the city. We saw 10 new young adults rock up on Sunday night, you know, hearing the gospel for the first time. It was incredible. We'll see them back again. And uh, it's about reaching our city for Christ because we're about transforming cities. And so we're believing uh, with kids and all the running of kids as well uh, to raise $10,000 uh, for kids and families. And a percentage of that is will go to our crisis care uh, for families in need. So we're gonna, we'll, we'll divvy that up as it needs to be. Uh, we're believing to raise 20000 for Empire this year and then 10000 for for young adults and Red Frogs. So that's there as well. And I know that, that those ministries speak for themselves. I do know that. They speak for themselves. And so we're believing for that. And the final is, is, is Future Fund, our building ownership. And uh, as you can see, we do rent. And um, I've shared the story over the, le- over the years of, um, you know, that I've got a good relationship with our landlord. I do. And he is a good man. He's, he's, been ble- ble- he's blessed us in many ways and he's been good with us in many, many ways. Uh, but I have hit him up so many times that we're ready to buy this building whenever you are. And, uh, and we would love to be able to buy this building and purchase this facility uh, and begin to move forward there. But that is kind of waiting for him and when he's ready. You know, I love the story that we've taken on uh, Innisfail as a location of City Edge Church. And I go up there and I, I walk around their facility there. They've got four acres of land. They've got a, a building that can house like 300 people in their auditorium. Uh, they've got a youth facility they built about six, seven years ago. Um, and, and I just walk around there and say, man, thank God, that is owned debt-free. Debt-free. Uh, we've been able to, to step in there and see Pastor Travis and Grace step in as the location pastors there. And they don't have this stress on their mind of the past. They can just focus on how to reach the community for Christ. And uh, I love the fact uh, that, that 30 years ago, a generation said, let's buy this building. Let's buy this building so that we can, we can uh, really set this up for the future uh, and they can step in there and go to the next level. They've got, they got multiple, like a couple of acres of land that's just got grass on it that could be used for new things and stuff that can be built in the future to continue to reach the city for Christ. But I'm believing for that here. Amen. Here in Caloundra, here on the Sunshine Coast, uh, that we can move forward. And we're, we're believing to raise 100000 towards that this year and continue to move forward on that dream. And can, I, can you walk with me today in understanding that I'm praying for our landlord. He's, he's on my prayer list, on my Alpha prayer list for his salvation. I pray for him all the time. And I, every now and again, I have opportunities to get a bit of the gospel in there. It's only small moments, but yeah, get it in there. And because uh, I'm praying for him, he's on my list. Because he's a, he's a businessman in our city that I'm believing for is going to come to Christ. But uh, can you pray with us to believe God that that day, I just know it in my spirit, that day is going to come. He's going to say, I'm ready. Let's talk. So I'm going to sell the building. 
And, uh, and, and we, he has said to me that he wants to sell to us when, we're, when he's ready, but I'm just believing that. Let's, that let, let's let that ready come a little closer, hey? You know, let's, let's make this happen. And I've talked numerous occasions, and I will again, I will again, and bring it back again. But can you pray with that? I, want, I know we've got intercessors in this church. We've got intercessors. Can you as intercessors continue to pray for that? Can you put that on your list to continue to believe God that we'll be able to buy and own this building? I, I just believe that because we want to set this up just so I walk around Innisfail and I'm like, man, we've got to have this in Kalana. We've got to set this up uh, so that we can set this up for the future generations to stand on our shoulders and go further, believe bigger and go beyond. That's what I'm believing for today. Awesome. Well, God is good. Do you believe that? Amen, amen. I want to encourage us today, our miracle offering is coming up on the 15th of March, three, three Sundays from now. And, uh, and there's no obligation here. Uh, all, I, all I ask is that you pray. That's all I ask. Pray for this. If God speaks to your heart to be a part of this, uh, I just want to, if you're married today, pray with your husband, wife, just believe together and, uh, and let God speak to your heart. I was only speaking to uh, our team this week and just saying, hey, guys, I'm not telling you what you need to give. I'm telling you, you just, you just let God speak to your heart. And if we just prayerfully consider, I just know that God's going to take care of it. You know, in the years past, some have given hundreds, some have given thousands, some have given tens of thousands, even to the hundreds of thousands to sow into the vision and to the, the transforming of our city for Christ. But it's about what God speaks to us, amen? That's what it's all about. And I want to encourage us today, can we pray for this on the, for the 15th? Because I'm believing that there's going to be breakthroughs. I'm believing that businesses are going to break through. I'm believing that poverty is going to break off people's lives in, an, in a huge way. I'm believing if you need jobs, jobs are going to break through. I'm believing the breakthrough is there for people's lives and the breakthrough is there for the vision as well. So let's lean into this with faith because I'm going to be praying, believing if we can pray as a church to believe together that God can move. Amen. Let's pray now. Father, I thank you today. I thank you, Lord, as we have launched this overflow series. I thank you, Lord, that we're leaning in in faith for the miracle offering. I thank you, God, that God, uh, uh, today, I just know that, God, you are the God of the breakthrough for people's lives. I know that you're going to break through for families. I know that you're going to break through. Even I see even single parent families here, that God's going to break through in your, their lives. God, you're going to break through in businesses. You're going to break through in a, a uni student's life, where, wherever they are right now. I just know you're going to move out right across the board. You know our stories, God. You know our stories. You know what's going on right now. But I know that God, Lord, you're not trying to take from us. You're trying to position us because I know that you've got so much you're bringing to our lives. And I believe today and I declare it today in Jesus' name. I declare breakthrough. I declare breakthrough for every life and every family in the life of this church. I thank you for it today. I declare breakthrough and Lord, in every area of the vision that you've given us to transform this city and cities for Jesus and his kingdom. I thank you for that today in Jesus' name. And everyone says, amen, amen. amen.